the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio, and thanks for joining us here this morning, August the 6th. It's August. It's a beautiful morning, too. It was July last time we spoke to everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, last weekend, July La- 30th. Last month. It was, yeah, <laughs> last month, yeah, although it was only a week ago, but it was last month, no question about it, for sure. Uh, you know, some good stuff going on. What's going on out there? Uh no, I was just looking over some uh, different things that uh, are happening here this weekend. Yeah, they were still uh, we're still uh, in in the automotive in in uh, political world, still waiting for the uh, uh, a right to repair decision um, for Massachusetts a voter right to repair. The judge has been holding off on making a decision on that, so. Um, and and when I talk to folks, sometimes they say, well, that has a lot to do with, you know, for repair shops, like independent repair shops, things like that. This actually has a lot to do with consumers and what you can do with your vehicle. It's very important as a consumer that you have the right to have your vehicle repaired wherever you'd like to. How would you like it if we end up in a, in, in a situation where people that manufacture stuff can't, uh, re- won't, don't have to release the information on it? Well, they tried it before. They'll try it again. True. But therefore, but as a consumer, when you buy a vehicle, that would just mean you have one option, and that's to take it back to the new car dealer to have it serviced or repaired all the time. Well, nobody likes one option. That's my point. That's that's why the Right to Repair Act is so important, so that consumers are can go and actually do what you want. You know, like choose, like, hey, I want to go to the West Automotive Group, or hey, I want to go to, you know, whatever you want to do. It's important. So... Um, so that's going on out there. You get all these cool bulletins that are automotive related. Toyota up is updating their airbag alert. Some 2012 Toyota Camry and Camry HV vehicles, hybrid vehicles may exhibit a condition where the passenger airbag off light may inter- illuminate intermittently while driving with the passenger seat unoccupied. Huh? They say it doesn't affect the airbag. Accurate EPS needs an update to shift. That's always good. You want your car to shift. After driving in reverse and steering, a buzz or grunt may be heard from shifting from reverse to drive and turning the steering wheel. Don't want your car growing at, growling at you, do you? No. Well, doesn't sound like much fun. Anyway, folks, give us a call here, one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Just going over some uh, automotive things in the news right now. Uh, but uh, today we're talking about uh, frequently asked questions and uh, when it comes to servicing your vehicle as far as fluid exchanges and things like that. But we're happy to throw anything automotive in. That's one 1170 um, Some real cool stuff that's come down that, that, that if you have a Volkswagen... Volkswagen always seems to have clutch and transmission problems, don't they? 2010 Volkswagen Passat models equipped with the 2.0-liter engine. Six-speed manual transmission may make a groaning or screeching noise from the transmission during a high-load clutch operation, such as when starting on a steep incline with low RPM. That's that's probably the springs in the in the disc, huh? 
yeah. making a groan. They don't like like the way they are. Anyway, some cool stuff. Technical service bulletins are always great, and we share them throughout because uh, they tend to uh, um, have a lot of great information for different things uh, as far as that goes. Anyway, just some good stuff as we're talking all automotive. one 1170 So, um, cooling systems and stuff, huh? Do you need to service the cooling system on your vehicle? Is yes. Why? Because all systems like that need to be serviced. <laughs> yes, they do. If you want to keep your vehicle in great working order, coolant fluid exchange, what is the top job of the coolant? Well, it's um, it's the working fluid in the cooling system, which controls the operation condition of the engine. Actually controls, keeps the engine at a premier operating temperature. Why would you want to do that? That way the fuel burns good. Yeah, it stays in fuel control, right? Yes. So, um, and the car runs the best, and we try to stay around at what we call stoichiometric when it comes to fuel control, which is 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 the most power, best burning, complete burning of the fuel, and best operation of the engine altogether. Uh, so, and it also reduces emissions when you stay in a stoichiometric. You're not wasting any fuel. It, it is a you know, as far as that goes, not putting anything out of the tailpipe. So, anyway, important. Uh, because inside the combustion chamber, it's, why does an engine get hot? Well, an engine gets hot because inside the combustion chamber, uh, when, when the spark plug, and we're just talking about regular gasoline vehicles right now, ignites the fuel, right? It's an explosion. That's what pushes the piston down, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it keeps that, and those happen relatively quickly. That's what keeps pushing the pistons down, which makes the motor run, which keeps you going, right? Yes. So, um... It needs to be kept between a specific temperature for optimum performance. Well, not only optimum performance, but uh, um, to keep it from melting down also. We don't want it to melt down, right? No. No, because then it wouldn't be optimum performance anymore. (laughs) So whether it's cold or hot outside, the cooling fluid allows the uh, cooling system, including the radiator, to keep the engine and and radiator at just the right temperature. Think of it this way. Coolant... Uh, fluid is a warm blanket in the winter and a misting fan in the summer. Um, how does coolant flow through the system of a car? There's some things, you know, uh, when I was uh, going over this and that, I was like, you know, a lot of this seems like it's common sense, but it is to a master technician. But some people, you don't know how this stuff works inside a car or why it's so important. So a cooling system uh, has a coolant in it uh, as far as... Uh, for a gas or diesel motor, any combustion engine, basically. Um, and it's the cooling system all set up for transfer of heat. Um, so, or to warm something up, like when getting start first started, um, you know, the thermostat on an engine stays closed. Therefore, there's no coolant flow until the coolant inside the motor, the casting block, comes up to an operating temperature. Then the regulating thermostat opens and controls the flow of coolant and cooling of coolant. Um, so, but it goes through the engine block, the cylinder heads and all that and back out to the radiator where it's cooled to the proper temperature we want to keep it at. Like most engines run what? 230 now in that range, 230 to 240. Is that normal? Because mm. normally it's 195. Normally it'll run like 210. Cause therm- they, they want well, the I fan- just seen a lot of them. They're getting up higher in temperatures well, that they're running. Well, the, the fan won't come on until like 225, 230. Okay. There you go. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So that yes, most regulating thermostats are 195 as a temp, right? Yes. So and uh, um, but they'll run in the in the low twos um, is is the temperature that the system will be at. Uh, and Kevin's right, and then the fan comes on at 220 to 230 in there to cool it down um, if sitting. But uh, otherwise, it's cooled from driving and the airflow through the radiator if everything's working properly. And we get a transfer. The coolant carries the tent, the heat to the radiator. The radiator fins, uh, with the air going over it, transfer the heat out into the air. To the air, and uh, therefore regulating the temperature and keeping the coolant at a at a proper temperature, and it goes back in and keeps the engine at a proper temperature, which is kind of important for sure. No question about that. All right, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related. Uh, let's go ahead and see what Larry's got going in Oceanside. Good morning, Larry. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing um, great. How about I you? A, 
Yeah, it's good. A little cool this morning. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I got a question. Uh, yesterday, my daughter called me and said, Dad, my, um, she has a BMW. It's only a couple of years old. It's an X5. Mm-hmm. And she said the coolant level is low. And, you know, the, those things that the, the computer tells you right away, you know, and all the, you know, I, 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 I help keep you in business, all, all the old cars <laughs> I have. Um, but, uh, and I was, so I went to the, you know, the parts house, got to ask the, for the coolant. And I said, why don't I ask these guys what I should get? And I didn't realize there's, there's different coolants for different vehicles. Correct. And except for the, the prices, a lot different. And can you explain what's the difference on that and why you need to get, you know, the better, I guess, whatever quality? Well, so there, there's hybrid coolants and, 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 um, most of them are extended life now used in almost all vehicles. So the regular ethylene glycol coolant that we knew for older vehicles in the eighties and nineties, we used a lot of, and then we switched to, uh, what's called a hybrid or oat high oat coolants. Um, they all have different chemicals in them to protect the metals. So it's very important not to mix these coolants, and it's very important to put the right required coolant in the system. So um, we now, on late model vehicles, to be honest with you, tend to use a lot of OEM coolants because that way you're not mixing. Now, there are some aftermarkets, and you can kind of get that are relative they'll say they'll work with this they work with that um we just always want to be very careful as far as that goes with the coolant these days um it's become very technical and you want to not put coolant in it that has the wrong additives it can attack the hoses the gaskets the metal makeup of the engine depending on because a lot of motors are now aluminum blocks heads etc um so it's just very important to get the right coolant yeah, just when I looked at it and and I went, wow, you know, it's double the price from you know the regular fifty fifty. It's probably stuff. blue in color too for that for the BMW. Um, was it a blue? Yeah, it was a blue. Yeah. So, um, and there's all these different colors. Well, the colors are just how the manufacturers have decided to start to uh, um, separate them. You know, when you when you look, I mean, even Ford has a yellow coolant and an orange coolant. And they're two totally different types, and you do not want to mix them whatsoever. So um, just just one of those things. It's very important to use the proper coolant um, as far as these days. Well, let me ask you this. When, um, if, should I use um, – should, you said OEM. Should, it, should I buy from a dealer or should I uh, – uh, from a parts house is okay? Um, yeah, you you can. They there's there's plenty of parts places that carry OEM style coolant. So um, as far as it goes, just make sure that the formula you're getting is made for that BMW. That's the most important thing that you need. Yeah, to. they had they had a chart and they the guy looked Perfect. at it and showed it to me. So Perfect. that was I should that's what I should have done, right? Yes, correct, absolutely. And I do know it's more expensive than a lot of other coolants, but uh, um, you want the right coolant regardless because uh, putting the wrong coolant in there. Um, will cost you way more in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Well, and bigger question I, is I, is why was it low on coolant? Well, it's been sitting okay. for uh, a long time, and I think it probably hasn't. It's all, it only took a maybe a quarter of the uh, of, you know a cupful to fill it up. Okay. Well, but just, the, you just, know, you know, those, these cars now they they tell you if it's a little bit low and. The computer yells at you. Correct, correct. Yeah, just keep a good, have her keep a good eye on it. If it happens again, then you really need to get it looked at and figure out, you know, what where is the coolant going? Because coolant doesn't really dissipate much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be anything. Um, correct. But I'll, yeah, well, uh, nothing's leaking underneath. That's the first thing I saw, but it looks good. Yeah, and well, I, I'm, I'm going to be bringing one of my. Uh, I got five cars here, so I'll <laughs> in a truck. I'll bring it up to you. One of your fleets. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. No. I, at least I get, at least one keeps running while I'm doing everything. There you go. No, I'm <laughs> hey, I enjoy the show. Talk to you guys later. Take care, Larry. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. You bet. Okay. Thanks. Uh, bye-bye. So a good point before we go to break to bring up um, uh, with different coolants and that is obviously that the absolute proper coolant put into 
the vehicle because if you mix these coolants, it can create so many issues like a sludge in the radiator or a plug-in cooling system patch, things like that. So like Larry did, make sure and get the, the proper coolant for, for sure. We need to make sure we're transferring out those coolants too when, when need be. Even the hybrids and the, the high oats and all that, we recommend three years, 50,000 miles. Some manufacturers recommend uh, uh, five years, 100,000 miles. You wait that long, you will have issues for sure. Anyway, folks, we're going to take our first break here, but give us a call at 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'll tell you what, we were sitting here and just uh, chatting and watching the news. and That's the first picture I've seen of somebody with monkeypox. <laughs> that does not look comfy. No, it looks weird. It looks, well, looks like a bunch of red dots. Kind of like uh, chicken pox. Like or? chicken pox or uh, what, uh, what was the other one? That, uh, no, not mumps. Uh. What's the other thing you could get as a kid? Chicken pox or polio? No, not no. polio. Well, no, you, said, that's, that's no. The you don't want that one. Not whooping cough no, either. No, 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 I can't think of what it is. No, it's, I know what you're talking it's like about. Like chicken pox, though, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. No, is it measles? Measles. Yeah. Measles. Yeah. Ah, yeah. There you go. Good job, man. I never that's heard that word in a long time. Yeah. Well, they had a because there's a vaccine called measles, mumps, and and rubella. That you usually got as a kid. Oh, okay. Brendan probably didn't get that. They what? said Vax- I, I wasn't vaccinated for, as a kid f- for that anymore. I think they stopped it. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, well, because they got they eradicated it, and then I don't know. Maybe they don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I just know there are some like uh, uh, the polio vaccine. They don't do. They haven't done that in years because they they had eradicated polio pretty much. So I don't know. Just interesting. Uh, you know, where where we're going in the world. Don't even want to get down that road. But we're in the car world. Where are we going in the car world is where way more important, right, Brendan? Least, uh, oh, 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 oh. I, Neato Burrito, I believe. That's the term I'm trying to use now. Neato Burrito? Yeah. Does is that it, mean, yeah, yeah yes. you're happy? Or, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm Neato Burrito. <laughs> Where'd that come from? I, I one, of my, one of my coworkers said it yesterday. I was like, oh, I love that. I'm going to use that on the air. Oh, I'm so, sure there you we are. You're like, that's my, I'm, <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm it. taking that. <laughs> that is all me, huh? Yeah. Every hour you're going to stay at once an hour? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, I mean, I cannot confirm or deny it. So. Well, one of those things. One of those things. Anyway, you cannot confirm nor deny. Why can you not confirm? Is it, it? It's a poli- it's a uh, a politician uh, answer. I cannot confirm or deny. Or let me answer this by asking you this question. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to learn how to be a politician eventually. Why would you want to do that? I have no clue. <laughs> no clue. No clue. All good. Yeah, it's fun to watch some of the things going on in 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 the world. Uh, all good stuff. Anyway, all right, folks, we appreciate you joining us here this morning. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at twenty two hundred Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified for smog, taking care of folks heading up towards thirty years here. Lots of fun up there in North County. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out in East County out there, 844 North Johnson Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified, rolling up on uh, on the 10-year mark here shortly. Taking care of folks out there in East County for that long. So 
there to help you out in that direction. And West Kearney Mesa uh, Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa, right there in Central San Diego, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks uh, right there in Central San Diego for five years now. Along with West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall. All right, in the Golden Triangle across the freeway from us here, AAA approved and star certified for smog, taking care of folks uh, over there for uh, coming up on heading towards the four-year mark here shortly. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. That is, we truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced to repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months uh, no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Got several arms. Just speak to one of my guys and uh, or gals, and they will get you all set up and taken care of. That card can be used over and over. It's a West Automotive Group uh, credit card. So um, anytime you need it, it's there for the six months no interest. Good stuff for sure. Um, you can also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis or our uh, um, di- drivability diagnosis, etc. My experts will get you all taken care of. Uh, remember, the best money spent is on a qualified technician at a quality facility doing our proper diagnosis. Um, every good repair starts with a quality diagnosis. No question about that. Um, it uh, reduces the cost, too, because you get it diagnosed wrong. And it's downhill from there. That's the one step you definitely don't want to mess up. Uh, so uh, you can take advantage of a, if you think you're having a transmission problem or any other problem, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, get an appointment and get in. We'll get you all taken care of. We also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. Um, you can jump on westautomotivegroup.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And uh, we send out little tips and cool stuff all, all uh, during the month. So... You, you should jump on there, westautomotivegroup.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just give us a follow. You can also click on the Automan segments. I am the Automan for the CW and Fox 5 uh, news uh, throughout the week. So just uh, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, click on Automan, and it'll take you to all that. Uh, also, if you want to go to Auto Talk Radio, we put all of our podcasts there after the show. Um, plus, you can also pick our podcast out up there, available through Apple Podcasts, Google Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, and Radio.com, and tune in. Just go to uh, the Answer San Diego 1170s weekend shows, and you'll find us, Auto Talk Radio, right there. And you can download us and take us with you on the go, etc. So, good stuff. But this morning, 1-888-344-1170, 1-888-344-1170, anything automotive-related. And we're talking about cooling systems. There's so much stuff to do with cooling systems. Um and a proper car's coolant and keeping that. But most vehicles don't. If you're losing the car. Oh, one of the things I did want to mention important about coolant. Uh, uh, Larry mentioned, he said, we're not seeing anything on the ground. With today's high oak coolants and hybrid coolants and all the stuff that uh, we have that the extended life, you often can have a leak and you won't see it on the ground. It evaporate before it hits It does and it solidifies. So um, it's radio, so it can't show you pictures really. But... We have pictures of cars such as Toyota's high hybrid coolants um, leaking on a vehicle, been leaking so long, and the person been adding coolant to it, that there's like a stalagmite of materials down the front of the motor, right, Kevin? Yes. Yeah, so it never actually makes it to the ground, and it only leaks with the motor when it's hot on some of these scenarios, and so it creates this like stalagmite on the vehicle and all it is is all the minerals and chemicals that are in that actual coolant when it hits the open hot air it evaporates and leaves these chemicals behind and when i say it's i'm not kidding you like a crustacean is left from all those things and, and that's where the coolant's going um it's not a and those people never see an actual coolant leak on the ground so just one of those things to keep in mind uh when you're losing coolant on a vehicle like this so Car's been sitting, topping off the coolant's fine. Make sure, you know, no lights on that, etc. If it happens again, you're going to want to get it checked out. Uh, because the cooling system operates on a loop, pumping a mixture of water and antifreeze to the radiator to regulate temperature. Coolant absorbs the heat generated by the engine and transports it to the radiator to cool it down. Stands to reason that lower weak coolant level means its job performance is compromised and your car can't overheat, and that's true. And these days... We run a fine line. We do not want uh, uh, vehicles overheating. Uh, 
So um, we definitely, uh, y- you can cause extensive damage, especially with, uh, they're sen- very sensitive. The aluminums, the metals that we use now for cylinder heads is blocks aren't, the older vehicles, cast iron used to take a lot more abuse and had a lot more uh, clearance as far as that went. Uh, these days, you can definitely uh, damage a motor pretty quickly. Uh, so why is uh, coolant fluid exchange so important? Well, coolant breaks down like any other fluid, just as a motor oils has vital engine performance additives, so does your coolant. These additives prevent boiling, freezing, or corrosion like we were saying. Additives are depleted, contaminants and debris can begin to build up on your ra- inside your radiator, affecting its performance. It's essential to have the coolant fluid exchange every so often. And by the way, coolant spelled backwards is tunnel lock, a word that makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I did that as well. I was like, let's see what it Do you ever do that? Spell some words backwards, see if they make any sense? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I guess I haven't got there yet. <laughs> you haven't got there yet in life? Well, you'll get there, you know. Uh, so how often should coolant be exchanged on a vehicle? Uh, that's a great question, isn't it? That's probably the most important question to everybody listening, wouldn't you say? What is it? It's supposed because most, most coolants are average like 50,000 miles, I think, right? Yeah. Well, so so I would say every couple two to three years. Ethylene, I, well, ethylene glycol coolant we used to say every two years or twenty four thousand miles, right? That was the original green yeah. kind of coolant. So if you still have some cars, still use that too. Some manufacturers, not not a whole lot though. Um, but extended life coolants last longer. But here's what we found. They started saying, well, you go five years or 100,000 miles. Well, we found out if you go five years and 100,000 miles on it on extended life coolant, you end up with issues. You end up with seal failures. Uh, we end up uh, with solidifications inside the radiator as far as, um, you know, items like that. And damage to things that end up becoming expensive. Radiator hoses start to deteriorate, come apart, et cetera, um, which they do do in time anyway. So we recommend three years, 50,000 miles on extended life coolant. Uh, get you a, a little more time there as far as that goes. Uh, but then keeping the coolant system clean. And just like any other system, radiator, transmission, um, you know, engine oil, it picks up contaminants during operation and continues to rotate those. It also, uh, the additives in it, which are good for the system that keep uh, um, from corroding aluminum, head gaskets, things like that, they start to break down and they don't work as well and, and things start to fail. So uh, keeping it uh, uh, clean is a good idea. Um, Question, Brian. Uh, so for most of your mechanics, they'll re- uh, recommend that. And I'm assuming other mechanics will too, or no, as far as you know, like you train your specific mechanics to say well, uh, for extended life. Uh, yeah, we, there's people that stick to the manufactured, which is five years, 100,000 miles. Um, we don't. The, our rule is, and, and we let people know, like, hey, this is our recommendation. We found that if you go with the manufacturer recommendation, things start to break down. You you know, I had somebody say to me one time, like, well, that's kind of, that's earlier than I want to do it. Hey, you know, everything's fine. We're just here to advise you and help you get the most out of your vehicle and prevent damage to it and save you the most money in the long run. That's really when I started the West Automotive Group in 1993. That was my whole idea. Like, hey, let's help people get the most value out of their car right? and service it properly. Because I'm going to tell you something, a coolant service is a right lot cheaper than a head gasket. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so the point of that is like you do, it's just, you know, I always tell people it's kind of like going to the dentist. You go to the dentist three times a year for maintenance, right? And doing so, they remove plaque and they keep things great and all that stuff. So it's kind of like their fluid exchanges or services or whatever. And therefore, you don't end up with expensive cavities or need crowns or any of those things. Right. Same thing with your car. So that is something, the answer to your question is, um, that is something that we do and all my technicians get when they come to work for us and getting trained like, hey, this is what we recommend on on cars and this is why because I believe it and I do it on my own car. Can we show this to the manufacturer then and say like, here's what's going on uh, if you do what your warranty is currently saying and therefore the manufacturer will say, okay, now we have to match what you're saying then in that case 50,000 miles. 50,000 miles every two years or so. You think they care, huh? Well, who's in con- who's who controls the manufacturing board? They do. Oh, so there's nobody or government official that looks over and says, oh, we should. No, and, and the cars are out of warranty at that time, so what do they care? 
Here's okay. what that does do for them. And this is a great question. All right. That you, you, well, you rolled into a great question. Why would the manufacturer say, wait five years, a hundred thousand miles. If they know that a lot of cars, the components deteriorate from waiting that long, that, that the coolant really not. Why don't they say, let's change it at four years, 80,000 miles or something like that. Do you know the answer for that? Well, I would assume that hopefully they would care about our own safety in those vehicles, possibly well, yeah, more than our wallets. They no. care, well, safety they care about, but that's not a safety item. Everything they do is a calculation, dude. Yeah. It's so, not. Well, what you guys are missing is this. One of the biggest sale points that they can say on a car is what it costs to maintain this car yearly when they sell a car. So that's one of the things that, it, well, if you extend out services, such as you don't change the engine oil for 10,000 miles, which Cadillac was doing and some of BMW, some of them, what does it do? It lowers the yearly cost of the vehicle and you can advertise that that way. That's why I said it's all. That's calc- why they do it. It has nothing to exactly. It has nothing to do with prolonging the quality of your vehicle. Those vehicles are out of warranty. And to be honest with you, by the time you get to a hundred thousand miles, they want you to buy a new vehicle anyway. At least they used to. They don't have many cars now, but they used to. Right. But still, the cost of cars now is just through the roof. Instead, so I mean, I, I understand that. So too. you think because cars but, are expensive that the manufacturer don't want you to buy a new no, no, one every no, 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 every five I'm years? Saying, they want you to buy one again. more, even more. <laughs> now. I'm saying I, I still think there's something with the cooling system that could actually cause you to actually get hurt in the long run. Not a, not just in pocket wise, but I'm thinking like maybe physically, and that could cause a huge kind of issue to those companies for doing such a long extended warranties on their cars. Well, you're so, on, you're only going to get hurt if you're if you're open the hood and you're messing with it. Mm-hmm. And and so they're going to say there's there's no there's no operator uh, a serviceable parts yeah. under the hood of this they were, vehicle. They're so. going to say, "Why were you under the hood, sir? You should have called <laughs> the service department." So <laughs> the cooling system's probably not going to hurt you no matter what happens to it. I guess the only way that could hurt you is if your car starts to overheat and you drive it till it quits and you're in the middle of the freeway and get run over. Or you do the dumb thing where you start the car, you pull over to the side, and you open the cap uh, on top of the cooling Yeah, it system. says do not open exactly. right on those. So On the top, exactly. Yeah. You're going to burn your hand Well, off, But you but. can hurt yourself even with the coolant being in good working order by doing that. Oh, it makes you want to open it more when it says do not open. <laughs> I know, right? Have you ever seen a button that says do not press? Or like, oh, man, I want it. I can't tell you I how wonder many why. Times. I know. I can't tell you how many mattresses I just get and I see the tag it says do not pull off i'm like gosh but, just- but truly this kind con- yeah, it's to you guys <laughs> truly this comes down to lowering the operating cost of a vehicle and how they can advertise it yes so if i say to you this car only cost over average 235 dollars a year to service and maintain that's a good advertising um, note to make when i'm selling a vehicle right Versus yeah. a car that has to have the oil changed every 3,000 miles, has a coolant change every two years, uh, which uh, the yearly operating cost over the life of the car is $600 a year. Mm-hmm. People look at that and they advertise that. And that's one of the reasons that this, and, and I got to be honest with you, they are correct. That coolant will make it five years, 100,000 miles. There'll be issues with stuff, but they don't care because that's all they care about the car making it. Uh-huh. You know, as far as that goes. Whereas we all know, if you take care and service a car properly, well, you know me, I drove an F two fifty four hundred thousand miles, so there was nothing wrong with. It. I sold it to a guy in, in Missouri yep. when, when when it was time to go and switch to the new Ranger. But uh, you and that's my whole thing, man. You should drop, be able to drive a car at least two hundred fifty thousand miles. You should. How many miles were on your little scooter you just got rid of? Uh, that was a hundred seventy-five. Did you trade it in or you sold it? Traded in. Oh, you did. That yeah. thing was just getting broken in, dude. That thing's not going. It's not going to be on a I new got, car I dealer got lot. Decent amount of money for the trade-in. Not did. as much as I was expecting. I was expecting around, honestly, three thousand, and I only got two thousand. But mm-hmm. still, not that bad, in all honesty. You could have sold it for more, probably. But uh, okay. yeah, that's what they were saying. They were saying you can easily get double the amount if you sell it privately. Correct. Uh, and especially since you live right next to San Diego State, you can easily get a college student to give you that amount of money. You just didn't I, want to deal with it. Exactly. I get you. Yeah. Well, also, then nobody's coming back saying like, hey, you didn't tell me this or that or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you traded into the dealer. They just sent it to auction and it's going to go to, it's going to get end up on one of those little used car lots somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. You know, with and your then sticker I'll, scraped I'll, off. Exactly. And I'll, and I'll look at it. Did you leave all your stickers on when you traded in? Uh, no, I took them off. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you save them? No, they're comp- I, when I took them off, they 
fell apart. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right. I have to ask Dave Stahl for some more stickers. Now. There you go. Because those, all those were from Dave Stahl. Oh, were they? So, yeah. Uh-huh. Go figure. Go figure. Captain Dave. All right, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego eleven seventy. 96.1 FM in North County. Give us a call here, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock all right folks just welcome back to Sorry, it's taken there a minute. I was scrolling through the feed. And... This should be so worrisome, Kevin. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson call it quits after nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Is that news? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, uh, don't I have got, to do with cars. I don't really credit, don't care. Because look at them. Dude, they're millionaires, and they really have never produced anything. Produced a brand. Well, I, out of, out of what they started, though. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, they produced a, a lot of people follow them. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You got to give it to them, and whether you like them or not. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I could watch an episode because that's just not really my thing. But I, 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 you know what? They 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 did build an empire, so they certainly did. They, there is no question about that. Can't fault them for that one, can you? They're living life large. That's for sure. Yep. <laughs> it is what it is. It's just interesting. I mean, let's face it. In the beginning, they really didn't do much. They just had cameras following around just being themselves, dude. So, uh, <laughs> I often ask myself, how does this make my life better? It doesn't. So, all good. All good. All good. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, grab Fred in Beverly Hills. Fred, what's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. Like, uh, how are you doing? Doing great this morning. How about yourself, my friend? Good, good. I called you guys last week, and I said I was calling from San Diego. So uh, it's almost official that I'm moving, which is why I'm oh, gotcha. technically on my way to Beverly Hills, but I figured I'd just <laughs> throw that out there. <laughs> well, at least you're not going too uh, far away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly would have preferred Florida, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> that's another uh, anyway. another story for a different day, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a, a couple of questions, and then um, the first one is: I'm going to try to find a, a good, reliable mechanic up there. I mean, there's nobody in Beverly Hills proper, but I think in the surrounding neighborhoods in West LA, even there may be a couple of good pro- possibilities. Is it best to start with a AAA certified shop, uh, or even if you guys know anybody up there, perhaps? Yeah. So. Um actually yes i have a there's a friend of mine up there that owns uh um five service centers um and uh he's a he's a really great guy um now i have to try to remember the name of his actual service centers because because i know him personally but uh um anyway uh i will try to do that here in the next few minutes but uh um Triple A is the best place to start because you can put just put you don't even have to be a AAA member. You can put in your zip code on their website and it will give you all the uh, AAA approved repair facilities around you. So oh, okay. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and Perfect. and I believe so my friend's last name is Servando and 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 he he I believe his name is in his service centers, to be honest with you. Okay. He's been a business okay. a long time. He does a great job. I talked to him. I, I just know him through the industry. I've met him in several different things. He's AAA approved. He's a great guy, and he does really great stuff. But if for any reason you can't find that, um, you can always just shoot me an email, and I'll actually send you the exact information and help you out with that. So. But uh, yeah, okay. yeah. So that that, but that, you are correct. That is my suggestion as far as that goes. Uh, uh, the AAA website is the best place to start when you move into a new area and you don't really know anything around you. 
Okay, appreciate that. Um, the, the second question I have is, um, and I want to get your guys' take on this, and that has to do with Carfax. Um, you know, before I started going to your shops, uh, I bought a couple of used cars mm-hmm. and ran the Carfaxes. This is going back a little ways. You know, I ran the, the Carfaxes. Oh, hey, no collision, no problem. Well, when I went to go sell them, you know, the, guy, the, the people I was selling them to put them up on a lift. They're like, uh, did you know this thing was in a, a wreck? I said, well, the Carfax is clean. And they said what most likely happened is they dealt with it off the grid. They just took it to a shop and pay, paid cash to to get the, the issue addressed. So I, I, the lesson I learned is, uh, and I want to get your take on this, is, um, you know, it, it, Carfax doesn't necessarily show that it's, car's been in an accident and you guys have talked about before getting an independent inspection done on a vehicle before you buy it if it's used correct so there is two things that i tell folks when buying a used vehicle that are the most important i feel and that are that is number carfax is good because it will give you information and especially almost always if the car's been in a major crash because it's turned into insurance and then it's it's documented on there. Also, if you're you go to if the car is taken to a facility like ours, if you look, um, all the service history will actually be on the Carfax because we report all our history, and very large facilities usually do that. So for all of our locations, uh, but that you're right. The other very important thing is a AAA pre pre purchase inspection is amazing because in this case, if it was fixed off grid like that, and this is where there's been a lot of, so like the car was uh, 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 damaged and it uh, ended up being taken to somebody and they didn't, they didn't want to run it through insurance for any reason. And it could have been a lot of damage and maybe fixed by somebody, you know, um, that doesn't do the quality that should be done. Cause I got to be honest with you. If somebody did that and they took it to a high-end body shop, really good, and there's a lot of them, you know, in San Diego, like um, up in Escondido, Advanced Collision next to us, those guys fix a car so well, you won't, you would never even know that it's been in a collision. I'll be honest with you, even putting it up and looking at it. But when they fix those cars, that's almost always done under insurance because people don't usually pay out of their pocket for that kind of repair. What people will do out of their pocket is take it to some, you know, back alley kind of place and they kind of hack it together. And then, yes, we do a pre-purchase. We put it up in the air. We look and we go, holy smokes, you know, from underneath, you can see that it wasn't put back together properly. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And, and when I bought this uh, little Honda, I ran the Carfax, and I was surprised because, please correct me if I'm wrong, the uh, the maintenance and mechanical repair history, I don't think they started logging that in on the Carfax website until maybe relatively recently. Is, is that correct? Um, about 10 years ago, to be honest with you, is when, but, oh, okay. they, but they've obviously been building people that they have involved in this, submitting their information. Um, the big thing about Carfax initially that's been going on for quite a while um, was the collision stuff. No question about that. That initially is where that kind of got started for, and that's been going on for over 20 years. So, and not 20, maybe yeah. 18 years or something like that for a while, okay? But then they start adding service history to it like 10 years ago, and now it's pretty good. Good Anybody that you, runs a quality facility, because there's no cost to us to report to them, and we do it for consumers. I mean, that's what's important. And also, it doesn't help that when you get a, you're going to buy a car, you get a Carfax, and it shows that the West Automotive Group's been servicing this car for eight years. You know, I mean, it's good, good market. It's free marketing for us, so uh, that's another reason we do it. But it's also good for consumers because you can see the history of the vehicle as far as that goes. But but yeah, it's gotten a lot better. Um, but once again, if somebody was to take that vehicle to a a, a, a small um, you know, you know, uh, placed and you know, not that they were doing a bad job, but it may not be reported the service history. But almost all, all collisions through insurance companies are reported to Carfax. There's no question about that. If an insurance company pays to fix it, it's going to be reported. Okay. So. All right. Well, thanks very much for the info, and uh, you got to miss you guys. Hey, gonna miss you too, man. But uh, be safe, and uh, hopefully, uh, um, it's it's a good thing that you're moving up there. Yeah, yeah it is, and thank you. No Bye. problem. Take care, Fred. Bye.
So good question. But once again, the two most important things to protect yourself is is obviously um, the Carfax I would do and, and a AAA pre-purchase inspection. We do a lot of those. We've saved a lot of people a lot of money by doing AAA pre-purchase inspections. So um, I will say that that's definitely an extremely important thing to do. Uh, before I go on here, I do want to uh, um, remind folks, uh, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by uh, Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock uh, nor sell any other uh, automotive-related battery at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Number one technician recommended battery worldwide when it comes to automobiles, trucks, cars, campers, etc. So if you need a battery, jump on westautomotivegroup.com. We'll get you an appointment and get an interstate battery installed in your vehicle. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University here in San Diego. They do have a battery for every need. That means no matter what it is, if it's a battery, they got it. So good stuff for sure. As we're trucking on here, let's see. Good morning, Bodie. Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening? Did you get my book? I did. Thank you so much. And it's sitting on my right. desk. I haven't had a chance to actually. It's been a busy week, but I will for sure. When you're ready. I, I will. It's right there. So I'm going to check it out. I did open it, look through it a, a little bit, but I haven't started reading anything. So Yeah, um, yeah it's one of those when you get to it. Uh, thank you. I appreciate so, it. Well, you're welcome. So your, your, your comment about cool and spelled backwards reminds me of uh, <laughs> uh, someone spelled. Just remember, God spelled backwards is dog. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's it's one of those silly things that well, yeah, it makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, so here's here's an obvious one. Someone pointed out to me is uh, he said, "What do you know us about the word Toyota?" And I went, "Well, yeah, it's a Japanese car." And he goes, "How about if you put the letter A in front of it?" And I went, "Yeah." And he goes, "It's called a palindrome. It spells the same front words and backwards." Yep, it does. That's true. Yeah. And that it, That's true. You, you think they did that intentionally? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Well, it got you thinking. Well, you know, I, I, got you thinking for a minute there, didn't it? I I think you know Honda was started. The the guy that started Honda, that was his name. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, I believe so. No, I know that as a fact. And, okay. And the way he got into in the business was after World War Two. It was only only rich people and politicians could buy gasoline. So he developed, uh, he put a motor, a little motor on a bicycle, and he ran it on pine pitch. That was his first his first vehicle. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there you go. It's history. Yeah. That's... And I think Toyota was uh, another person that was their name. I'm, that that I'm probably that. was probably was a family yeah. name or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. I've never actually researched yeah. that, but now you got me thinking. I'm now, Bodie. I'm going to have to go start googling this stuff <laughs> and go right to the Google machine because it'll give you the answers. Right? <laughs> it's, it's quick. Quick story is uh, when Gutenberg invented the printing press about 1490. They say that the knowledge, the amount of data, was doubling every 500 years. Yeah, and then I recently read that the amount of data available to people is doubling every uh, twelve months. Oh, I'm sure. That's a, oh, it's un, it's unbelievable. If you, if you want to have some fun sometime, sit at your computer and type in just just type in a bunch of letters and vowels and press search and all kinds of stuff come up. It's really weird. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> stuff that you probably don't need to know, right? Well, I, I miss you know. Like sometimes if you're typing, you got your fingers on the wrong on the wrong keys. So, <laughs> on the wrong I, keys. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. It's, it's called touch typing. So I, yeah. I, I had the my left hand was on the wrong keys and my right hand was on the proper keys. And I typed in and I looked up at the screen and there was this gibberish. And I looked, it was like 20, 23 references to gibberish. <laughs> it's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff out there floating around on that Google machine. Yeah, it's wonderful. You gentlemen, stay safe. <laughs> Will do, Bodie. Always great to hear from you, my friend. Thanks for the book. You're welcome. Ciao. Ciao. So good stuff for sure. All right, man. I'll tell you what, the hour just flies by, doesn't it? I'm talking about cooling. Gone. Gone. 
How does coolant nanofreeze break down just to kind of finish off this whole segment? Uh, when they're at the top of their game, the additives in the coolant nanofreeze provide pro- provide protection. It's like anything else. I mean, it's the the little dirt and stuff that gets in there, breaks down the chemicals they and do. stuff like that. Because initially it, it inhibits corrosion, rust, scale formation, uh, keeps from blocking the radiator, things clean and fun. And, and As they get depleted, the solution becomes less alkaline, leaving your car vulnerable to cost repairs and even more engine failure. And, and just like anything else, the water part of it does evaporate and leaves the chemicals behind, which over chemical chemicals that as you add more coolant keep adding more coolant to it very true very true all right man so that that's the cooling system if you want to know more about cooling systems, we're here to help you out uh you don't want to run a cooling system low and uh rate and hoses and everything else inside there like i said that you starts to deteriorate right yes so not a, not a good thing at all so anyway we want to keep it clean right Brendan? yes uh, right, neato Kevin? burrito <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. I, I'm working. Yeah, it's not going. Right. You're going to make yourself hungry. You keep saying that. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Thanks. Good job. Well, one of those things. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there, man, do we appreciate you joining us every Saturday morning here for Auto Talk Radio on the Answer Seven Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. Uh, it's always a joy. Um, everybody out there, we'd appreciate it if you keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Um, Boy, I'll tell you what, uh, be safe out there, folks. I've seen some bad car crashes this week, for sure, especially the one up in L.A. So let's keep it together. Um, Be nice to the other people driving next to you. Keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. We will will be back next Saturday uh, for Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego 1170. Until then, have a great week. Be safe and have fun. Ciao. answers to all your automotive questions tune in every week at this same time for auto talk with brian bowersock to learn more about brian become a guest or sponsor of the show or if you have additional questions visit the westautomotivegroup.com that's the westautomotivegroup.com and click on auto talk radio join us again next week for more auto talk This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.